or presents a very venture Christmas. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And oh, oh, oh. Krampus is here. Ha, 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 ha. I'm Santa, the special little dude. Hey, uh, just a little late. Just a, just you almost a, time this out, right? Almost. If we started the show about a month earlier, we would have been good. But, uh, you know, Perfect. we've talked about Christmas games on on abject suffering uh, in the summertime and a yeah. little bit afterwards it's fine it's, yeah. it's just a little belated it's still good it's still good yeah yeah the holiday the yule mm. and even the venture brothers creators are not immune from making us special and it's mm-hmm. okay it is <laughs> fine there are parts that are okay it oh, is oh, satisfactory oh. yeah <laughs> Uh, so this will be a shorter episode because it's a shorter episode of the show, mm-hmm. of the uh, show, The Venture Brothers. And just as a little bit of admin, next week we'll be doing our DVD season one wrap up mm-hmm. stuff. So uh, if you have things to say about season one of The Venture Brothers, hit us up. Yeah. Duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yeah. Uh, and let's uh, get into it. This was uh, written and directed by Jackson Public, and this originally aired on December 19th, 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. They were on time. What's our excuse? Uh, yeah. Just different schedules, probably. Yeah, anyway. Different schedules. They, <laughs> they did this during a huge lull right. uh, in, in the, the seasons and stuff. So they just had like a bunch of time off and we're looking for work. Mm-hmm. Whereas podcast rests for no man. No, no such thing. Uh, no such thing for us. But yeah, uh, uh, Jackson Public, he had the idea. Like he thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if like all the shows on adult swim if we all did like a little something and did like a like a christmas special like with a bunch of different segments mm-hmm. from each show uh which has the... he's gonna include one from his comic as well yes that uh, was the idea the seven minute short he had an idea of mm-hmm. but he didn't want to just say like hey what if i did my comic no one's ever heard of mm-hmm. we'll do a venture brothers wraparound and then all these adult swim shows yes could join us yeah, and it didn't it didn't go through. His idea for that seven minute short was gonna have this rapper of Brock telling Christmas stories uh while their plane was downed in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh the other shows didn't come through. You know, because they like produce on different schedules and they're all over the country. Like it's not all at William Street, you know? Like yeah. it's just hard to get everybody on board for all of that. And also I can't imagine like a twelve ounce mouse christmas special <laughs> sure yeah it's a it's a it's a very squid billy's christmas <laughs> i can see a squid um, billy's i was about to say i i i can't imagine a uh an aqua teen christmas but i, I can like they, they they had a christmas yeah. episode be wild like drew a tree on the wall with crayons and taped garbage to it <laughs> i could do anything on aqua right teen. yeah um yeah so so they originally were gonna do a seven minute short and then they were like hey no one else is gonna do this with you make it 11 minutes Mm -hmm. because that's how long every other show is other than yours on the series (laughs) uh so they did this and this is uh primarily a jackson public joint doc hammer hates it and only wrote the really the the part (laughs) where they use slurs like the skinny part it's very funny for him to proudly proclaim in the book like i hate this i barely even wrote it i just wrote this part and it's like the (laughs) grossest it's like oh it's you mean the part with the you stand in hitting on a teenage girl uh-huh that's the part that you're 
<laughs> That's what you're going to go for? Okay. Yeah, cool. Right. Cool yeah. fella. Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, he thinks it's depressing. It's not super good. You're right. Uh, there are some joys to be found mm-hmm. in the beginning and end of it. Yes. Yeah. You know? Uh, that, and, you know, this is already going to be a short episode, but I don't have much else to say about the generalities. Do you just want to talk about it? Well, I want to I wanna really quickly oh, uh, send yes. a little message. <laughs> they also uh, started their tradition this year. Uh, and shortly after the the Christmas in 2004, they started their tradition of doing Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Um, is voices and the characters, and these are like, of course, wall to wall intolerable. It's just, you know, <laughs> what if a Christmas Carol was sung by characters in the Venture Brothers? But, but I mean, in the one we're going to talk about here, the first one by the characters with the least appealing voices for singing. <laughs> it's incredible. It's just so unpleasant. So th- they do. They released a Christmas single that's the Monarch and Doctor Girlfriend singing uh, "Little Drummer Boy" slash "Peace on Earth." Yeah, and it's, and it's literally the Bing Crosby, David Bowie thing. They even do the dialogue from the beginning. And, and if you never like, they're right in observing that that is a very funny yes video. Like if you've never seen that, it's really good. It's the 1977 uh, it's really Bing weird. Crosby Christmas special where like. David Bowie walks into the walks into the house and like they're talking about old music versus new music and stuff and mm-hmm. you know like oh you young kids how do you celebrate Christmas blah 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 very corny yeah and Bing Crosby starts singing Little Drummer Boy mm-hmm. that classic and then David Bowie just like comes in louder than anything doing Peace on Earth <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things to do. Uh, during Christmas karaoke when we used to do that uh-huh. was get somebody uh, to sing that as a duet with me and do the David Bowie part and then just like step up to the front and push them out of the way <laughs> and really loudly because that's how it is in the, the video, the yeah. version. Uh-huh. You know, Bing Crosby's all polite then David Bowie just goes, peace on earth! <laughs> like shouting from the fucking rooftops. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, oh, God. Those are all on YouTube and they're audio poison. <laughs> yes, you can go and just do just do a search. Find the uh, f- find the Venture Brothers ones. Uh, it's not. It's you know. Yeah. It's a curiosity. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, uh, the the two headed fella from uh, oh the, dragoon the, and the, the red guild. mantle. Yeah, yeah, dragoon and the red mantle do the heat miser cold miser <laughs> song, and those are horrible voices. But yeah. they are actually magician or musicians. Oh, so, cool! <laughs> in their lore, because uh, the the secret origin of those guys is great. I love it. <laughs> um yeah so let's uh let's get into the uh the actual a very venture christmas let's do it i love this opening mm-hmm. <laughs> because we've got rusty in pajamas standing in a graveyard it's uh it's it's a christmas carol he's talking to the ghost of christmas past like doing the dialogue uh and the ghost of christmas past pulls back his his hood revealing that he's brock and oh no it's my grave tell me it's not my grave <laughs> yeah and you know what do you think genius <laughs> because it does have your name on it yeah. and stuff i also man i didn't not to poke a bunch of holes like cinema sins uh, you know ding uh, <laughs> uh christmas carol but uh it is very funny that he's like is this the 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 specter of things that you know will be or things that may be mm-hmm. and then sees his grave and i'm like my dude scrooge <laughs> it will be he's rich he's never gonna die come on yeah like it, it's it's definitely will be like all of us we're lucky if we get a grave right <laughs> Like that actually means a lot of fortune because otherwise you're just kind of like dying in a, you know, under a pile of newspapers in a New York apartment or something. <laughs> Only the lucky get graves. Right. You know, so, so I'd love to see my grave. Count your blessings, you miserable old fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, Jesus, Scrooge. Being such a douche. Um, 
so he wakes up from this nightmare. Uh, he's hugging Brock. He wakes up. He's hugging the husband. <laughs> the and he does the Scrooge thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm light as a feather, you know, just a completely tra- changed person, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and he does the Scrooge thing. But also like the little uh, device comes out and shows that his heart has grown three sizes. So, OK, so we got Grinch in here. <laughs> it's it's all the Christmas things at once. Yeah. Because <laughs> as um, he's like asking Hank what day it is, his nose starts glowing and he starts flying around. <laughs> He flies past the statue and they sculpted Christmas hats onto the statue of him and his dad. Uh, you know, really, really cute. Uh, they they pass by Helper, who's dressed up as Tiny Tim, <laughs> uh, which is uh, real cool. Uh, and then, you know, he uh, Hank, who's, who's there, like Dean looks up and is like, you know, well, what, what, oh, what, what do you say to you? You know, and he's, he's dejected. Mm-hmm. And he does the nobody wants a Dean in the box yeah. uh, from the nobody wants a Charlie in the box from the Rankin Bass uh, Rudolph. Yeah, one of the most objectively Special. depressing uh, pieces of media in the entire just world. Just horrible. <laughs> just miserable. Uh, he he wakes up on a uh, on a TV remote, you know, yeah. uh, from this dream. So dreams within dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been flipping through the channels watching Christmas stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and they're doing this little improv from Christmas scenes in the background. And one of them is going, screwed you weird little man. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> that's very funny. Like, <laughs> not about a weird little man, but that is basically what happens. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if he if he heard that at some point earlier in his life, he probably would have straightened up and flied right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> flied right, flown yeah. right. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, Dr. Venture says, oh, thank God. I thought that I turned into a complete, I think he says fuckwit, something like that. Yeah. I, I, I looked at the mouth uh, flaps in the animation. It didn't seem like he hit a he hit a hard F there. So yeah, it's 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 hard to say. Yeah, uh, we get a slightly Christmasized intro mm-hmm. with with sleigh bells and red and green and yep. snowflakes falling. That Doctor Hammer, uh, the, the Doctor Hammer, Doc Hammer. <laughs> hey, hey, hello, uh, Doc Hammer hated making. <laughs> I'm afraid it's cancer. <laughs> I'm a oh, cancer. That was not very good, Billy Quizboy. That was like really duck-like and nasal. I, yeah, I know. Oof. I don't know how that came out. My mouth is very dry. When I I'm, a, I'm a, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's boy, that's that's difficult. Why is uh, Pete White so much easier to do, fella? Um, <laughs> it doesn't like like uh, the getting the actual like like uh, throaty lisp that, that that Billy Quizboy has is hard to do uh, without it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just, it requires like a lot a, more. A can of nest tea or something. Yeah, like 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 Billy the... Billy Quizboy lives almost entirely in the consonants, and that's harder to uh, that's harder to imitate. Whereas you know Pete White, oh, it's all in the vowels. You see, yeah, <laughs> you know? a little easier to to stretch it out and get the right cadence. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so the next morning, Rusty walks down to the kitchen where Brock is trying to get a gift for uh, Dean. He's asking if the toy company has the Joker Mobile in stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know, Cole? You could buy the Joker Mobile right now on Amazon. Can you? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it's pretty dorky looking. Uh, it's very funny. Um, <laughs> the idea of the Joker driving this car is very funny to me. It is like a baby blue torpedo shaped. It's a little bit like Homer's car. Okay. You know, but with the Joker's face on the front. The Joker like mobile. One big shark fin. The Joker mobile that I'm seeing, it's like a steamroller that has Batman and the drum, which is, and it has a wrecking ball on the back of it. Huh. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. We might have different Joker mobiles. This is the Joker mobile that I assumed because it's from the, the uh, old timey catalog. I'll put yeah, slack here. yeah. Hopefully that won't destroy oh, the recording. That, that thing, no, no, it's that's really no. that's that's bad. 
It's quite the Joker mobile. Uh, uh, here's yeah. the one that looks, Oh, it's the Joker mobile from the Batman movie. This is a better. Oh, gotcha. The, or, yeah, no, the, not, not the, not the steamroller. This is the better one. Uh, it's like a Lego toy almost mm. put it there for you. The, this, the, this like, is an actually cool looking Joker mobile. Yeah. That, that looks like something like a, a self-respecting Joker might, <laughs> you know, might uh might ride yeah it's a low rider the, the, the joker one... notorious low rider <laughs> he's got the uh it's got the the golden chicken on the front as the uh as the hood ornament yeah no the the joker mobile that uh the, that dean would have gotten is bad it's lucky that he didn't get the joker that joker mobile <laughs> yeah presumably presumably um he hank or uh brock is talking about how he's you know doc is like oh you're still shopping for the boys huh and he's like well you know i'm gonna give hank my old bass guitar i restrung it which is canon uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, this is where Hank starts learning to play the bass. But Dean is more tough to shop for. Yeah. Um, and he's been leaving catalogs all around the house, but they're catalogs from uh, 1976. <laughs> catalog for 1996. I love uh, I love uh, Rusty's uh, response to this. Like, oh, I guess that green machine I ordered won't won't be coming. And it's like, hey, like he doesn't need a big wheel. He's he's a he's a 15 year old boy. Doc. He can have four big wheels. <laughs> you know. You know, or he was getting it for himself, like just, you know, oh. uh, flash forward to that uh, Colonel Gentleman intro where it's like toys that Colonel Gentleman wanted when he was a lad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's just listing them. But any invocation of the green machine is very funny to me. I like the green machine. Yeah. Big Wheel is owned. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love um, those things. Uh, so Brock uh, catches Hank. Uh, rooting through his closet looking for Christmas presents um, when he comes across his uh, porn stash of Christmas-themed porn. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty fun. At the mm-hmm. same time, Dean uh, decides to call the uh, the Santa story hotline um, very secretively. <laughs> the, like, um, that plot point, I mean, it was, you know, it's, it's still crazy watching the Simpsons episode where Lisa was addicted to the, the uh, to the, cor- the Corey hotline. Mama story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quarry yeah uh but but just the idea that there are these hotlines i think that was probably even outdated when this came out but then again there were those like party lines that you that you could call into oh sure yeah Yeah, girls are hanging out yeah Uh, waiting for you yeah yeah and you just hey ladies (laughs) you know um yeah i bet you i bet you there's still like a santa i bet you i can still call a santa hotline yeah kids like kids get podcasts now they get yeah, Santa podcast the Santa in the podcast. middle of watching ass porn. They get Santa, you know, you know Minecraft, <laughs> uh, you know, gamer word explosions. <laughs> gamer um, word Christmas explosions. <laughs> it's a gamer word. Heated gamer gamer moment Christmas 2020. <laughs> ho ho ho. Merry oh, beep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, this uh, is unacceptable. Uh, I like these uh, these Christmas porns, mm-hmm. uh, and I like as they leave when Hank's like, "Hey, baby Jesus, out of the manger," and they cut the camera just going down to Brock's fly with him checking it, and then right back up in one second uh-huh. is very good. That's a good euphemism like the timing for somebody's on that's fly very being funny. down. Yeah. <laughs> totally, Jesus out of the manger. Uh huh. <laughs> really good. Uh, but no, the, the there's a there's a nativity scene that he's talking about. It's a venture tradition that you don't put the uh, you don't put the baby Jesus into the uh, into the cradle or whatever it is. I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. that thing is. You don't put him in there until midnight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're going to wait for that. But that'll be a big problem because a shot reveals that the table that the uh, that the uh, manger scene is on is uh, completely rigged with tons and tons of C4. 
yeah, explosions because uh, mm-hmm. the monarch's agent, uh, Tiny Joseph, uh, is there. <laughs> he has a very specific uh, use. <laughs> it's very good. There's also, I love uh, Brock uh, covering for his porn thing here. I, I mm-hmm. forgot about this, where Hank is like, what are those elves doing that lady? And instead of <laughs> answering, he goes, they're dwarves, Hanks. Hank. <laughs> it's, it's a preferred term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, so, yeah, the monarch has this plan when they do this at midnight, uh, it's gonna make this huge explosion. Um, and there's some relationship stuff. Uh, he was getting it for Dr. Girlfriend as her gift, mm-hmm. basically getting him a thing. Yeah. Which is a classic thing. Um, and she got him a super thoughtful gift, uh, like a, a scale model of the venture compounds, you know, uh, it'd yeah. be fun. but like he's, he's using the scale model of the venture compound to demonstrate his plan. Uh, so he peaked. Very funny. He, he took it early. I love what he yeah. says. It will set off an explosion that will set that will deck his halls with bowels of venture. Yeah, that's really yeah, clever. Very good. <laughs> very good. Um, you know, so we go over to the venture uh, compound for their swinging Christmas party. <laughs> Lots the of, uh, part of the extras here. Then, yeah, yeah. Everyone who's appeared basically. Yeah, they've got the like series. they've got Mandalay. They've got uh, Mister Brisby's bodyguard there. Yeah, no call forwards. Right. Uh, at this point. And I imagine, like, this is very sad because at this point, you know, imagine if we only got the first season of the Venture Brothers and we get so little Pete and Billy Quizboy. Yeah. And the one thing we get is them calling each other gay and hitting a teenager. <sighs> yeah. You know, because, like, it <laughs> yeah, opens that's, up. That's our, intru- our introduction here is Pete, Pete and Billy, like, scoping out Triana, like, canonically a 17 year old, something like that. Yeah, young. Yeah, young. too young for for Pete White. Who's like he's uh, you know, he's he's yeah. Doc's age. He's like early forties. <laughs> yeah, they're in college together. Right. Uh, just skeeving on her, and it's it's kind of funny. He's like, you know, I was the first college DJ to play the Bauhaus. Like that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's gross Bauhaus. when it's in service. Yeah, it's gross in what it's in service to. Yeah, and then we get Doctor Orpheus. Uh, just you know. Uh, my daughter's maidenhead is not a prize to be won. Mm-hmm. Uh, screaming it, which is a fun delivery, mm-hmm. but also just like no shit. Yeah, I, not, to, know, not like, to be a seems... parody of like left, left, like you know, left Twitter talking about age gaps or whatever. This like this even seems out of out of character for Pete. Too, yeah, you know. Uh, well, and then it just it was a bum me out because it made me think about the commentary when they're just like, you know, which Venture Brother character would you? Yeah, would you bang? And I'm like, man, I'm glad that you guys eventually grew up a little bit. Yeah, because uh, this is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so while this is happening, uh, Dean is up there listening to the Christmas Storytime Hotline again, but the story ends undissatisfyingly. It's like about a camel that poops toys or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eating the straw not many toys you just like what a, you know that's a fake out mm-hmm. what a crappy ending yeah uh, here um but so, uh they, they've maxed out their dad's their dad's diners club card diners club card is the comedy option whenever you talk about a, about a credit card <laughs> i uh this is something i've mentioned before but mm-hmm. i think is just very funny so i uh i used to i did worked at a job for a long time where i dispatched tow trucks mm-hmm. and then also worked for a uh, shitty credit card service where the idea was you would register all your credit cards with them and then if uh your wallet was lost you could just call one number and we would manually cancel all your credit cards that seems like a scam As it, it was a scam <laughs> cool. and it also it we would we people signed up for it through getting mail that was like send us a piece of mail back if you don't want to sign up for this thing oh geez. Uh, so it was yeah. you know it was a bad job but we got a big list of all the possible credit cards okay people have and there's one <laughs> called uh uh, dining a la carte 
And that was one of the funniest fucking things. In the, like, I just imagine somebody like holding it forward to a waiter with it between their fingers. It's like all chic. It looks like a score bar, you know, <laughs> like it's like very like sexy font. It's like, I'll be dining a la carte. <laughs> um, it's like very funny to me. Uh, I'm, I'm looking um, at it. I'm trying to do a search for a la carte, but it's just pulling back, pulling, 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 pulling back a la carte. And people yeah. misspelling or a la carte. Oh, yeah. you mean yeah, Dracula's son? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was very funny. Like me and my friends used to goof about that a lot. That's great. Uh, what a shitty job. Uh, yeah. Even though I did bring in a tiny black and white TV that I bought to play through Final Fantasy IX at that job. Oh, at the, um, so. at, at, no, at the dispatch, not the credit card one, right? Yes. Yes. Well, it was the same job. We were, it was like what? a call center where we did both at the same time. Oh, shit. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I. Did, uh, did okay I'm, I'm trying to piece together gary's life story here mostly so i can answer yeah. your credit card like you know your identifying information yeah <laughs> this is well that was the time my mom changed her maiden name to, uh, <laughs> yeah but when uh, i get married i'm changing my maiden name <laughs> uh but uh but hank says you know well why don't we just pull out the grinch you know like oh well we we we, we watched or read that last year um instead they uh they rifle through doctor a uh, book that dr o brought figuring oh we yes. saw him use it to make gingerbread cookies maybe there's a story in here now, this is a spell book yes uh it's not the necronomicon which you've seen before mm-hmm. um and they read uh some words from there uh they find a, a page that looks kind of christmasy and read it um and they do the chant from the movie excalibur oh uh, i didn't recognize that weird yeah yeah it's very why well, i saw it on oh, gotcha. i didn't, I didn't yeah. recognize either like i've seen excalibur the main thing i remember for excalibur is that uh arthur has sex in full plate mail <laughs> um, <laughs> the, yeah. the clanking tells you it's working <laughs> it's like a powerful fucking member dude um the uh but they, they do pop, they pop do this summoning rivets. yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely uh they do this summoning spell yeah i uh, hear uh dr o catches them like right at the last moment mm-hmm. realizes what's happening cast a little spell and, that uh, puts a that puts like a metal plate with a lock over dean's mouth but it's oh, but Krampus is on his way yeah reference um but it is too late and dr orpheus has to explain to rusty what's going on yeah uh, here. we joked about it last week but we should probably say it here like krampus had like a real revival in let's say oh, yeah. the early new tens uh let, let, yeah. let, let's call it that uh just as people were talking about like the first time that i saw it come up was like on the league but also like it was a huge thing in just like general online culture kind mm-hmm. of stuff uh, like, yeah. if, like, isn't the, isn't Krampus like a major boss in like the Binding of Isaac and stuff? Like, yeah, it's just kind of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Krampus was in the water. Yeah, uh, at the time. So this is a little bit ahead of its time. This was probably you know maybe for me, but for many people, probably their first Krampus. Yeah, if they, if they lived outside of the you know the countries where Krampus was part of the part of the myth. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was the country. The country story is real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, and Krampus is one of those things where it's like, this is a cool idea. It's just been done to death. Yeah. So for anybody who's unaware, um, Kramp, you know, just because we're old and we're taking we're, we're taking it as granted that people who are listening were aware of this stuff in the early 10s. Um, the Krampus was basically this evil devil goblin kind of guy who traveled alongside Santa. And while Santa was giving toys to the good kids, 
the bad kids, you know, they didn't get a lump of coal. They were either kidnapped or tortured by this goblin guy. And like the the, yeah. the, the design on this monster is pretty fun on the version of it's Krampus who fun. comes in. Like he comes in with a bunch of like Dutch kids in his backpack. <laughs> he's got two little German kids in his back, his backpack. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like a it's like a wicker basket on his back, and they're like crying and saying things in German. <laughs> it's really good. You know, and uh, Rusty's like, well, this can't be real. Like, Santa's not real. He's like, no, Santa is real. He was killed in a jet in 1963, uh, which I, is really great. One of the funniest, uh, one of the most horrifying ways to die is walking into the uh, the tail rotor of a helicopter. One of the funniest ways, one of the funniest ways to die. I feel like it's going to sleep. <laughs> one of the funniest ways, just the, the, like anything being sucked through a jet engine is funny to me. So the idea yeah. of Santa being sucked through a, de- a jet engine with all the reindeer <laughs> and just sprayed out the back. Whoa. Oh, yeah. uh, it's for probably some reason, a pretty pretty nice way to go as well because it'd be quick uh th- there's yeah. a guy who survived that uh look it up there's like there's, oh, there, there's yeah, been like yeah. videos of him yeah like they were doing an engine <laughs> test it was basically like a hitman Fuck. level yeah he, he <laughs> got he, he got sucked through and he lived like he missed the he missed the rotors <laughs> oh <laughs> he was he that's was, incredible he was, he was fucked up and it was a long recovery but like one in a million i did go, go buy a lottery ticket dude <laughs> yeah, would would you want to recover from that? Like, or would you want to survive that? That's because, like, the I if let's say I was gonna get sucked through an engine, <laughs> the main reason I want to do it is for a quick and painless death. Okay, like my idea that my head would be pulverized so quick that like my the parts of my body that feel pain would be gone by the time anything yeah. registered. You know, but if you sur- that's a big gamble. That's like you know, like a reverse, uh, like Gatling gun you know, Russian roulette, because if you, if you survive it, who boy, yeah, like that's, you know, you are in trouble. <laughs> Jet. Yeah. I want to like, who's this guy? When did this happen? Uh, how the luckiest sailor on earth, Survive being sucked into a jet engine. <laughs> Depends on how you measure. It was. <laughs> it was I feel just, like it'd be really lucky. I think every sailor who didn't get sucked into a jet engine is probably a little bit luckier. Yeah. A if I bit. had to guess, like I'm going to say, I'm going to go as far as to say that I'm luckier than that dude for having never been sucked into a jet engine. Yeah. It was during. It was during Desert Storm. Okay. It was. Oh, cool. It was. At <laughs> least it was during one of the good wars. <laughs> like it was worth it. Thank at you least, for your service. At least it was short. <laughs> um, pe- petty, yeah. petty officer J D Bridges. Yeah, he was he he was pulled through miraculously. British shoulder wedged against the nose cone as the engine slowed, and he managed to remove himself from the powerful intake space, escaping certain death. Okay, so he wasn't pulled through; he was just pulled in. I thought yeah, he was like he could have crashed a jet. <laughs> I thought he was shot through. No, huh. no he had to extricate himself. Uh, boy, that's dark. <laughs> that's that's scary. <laughs> the, um, yeah. yeah. Well, huh. But there, for the grace of God, go I. <laughs> like happens everyone in every life, a little rain. Um, <laughs> I just keep on t- <laughs> keep on whistling past the runway. Yeah. Yep. Every day it doesn't happen is a good day. Uh, uh, my standards are exceedingly low. Oh fuck! But yes, Santa is dead. Uh, in this universe, but Krampus still goes around. Uh, he was initially cast into purgatory during Vatican II, which is still an mm-hmm. amazing concept to me. 
Yeah, that's a great joke. Yeah. Um, I, I love when Rusty's like, what kind of kinky Christmas spirit is this? And he's like, well, it is Germanic in origin. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's, he's like, he's like spanking Dean or something. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's he's spanking like everyone until, you know, eventually he's like, you know, he will not rest until he's punished the wicked. Mm-hmm. And Doc says no one's wicked. And then Krampus picks him up and starts like scourging him and humping him. And yeah, uh, the uh, performance from James Urbaniak here is really funny. Because it looks like he's in a lot of pain, like getting his head slammed. Mm-hmm. He's going, come on, what's the meat? Oh, geez. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, Brock comes in. Again, he's a bodyguard. He's going to protect the body. Uh, starts pummeling Krampus. Uh, but then mm-hmm. uh, it, it the, the the clock strikes midnight. It is no longer Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Krampus is uh, off off duty, so he starts walking out. But as he passes by the crash, as he passes by the uh, the nativity scene, picks up a little old baby Jesus, puts him into the manger, and the house explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and that you know you think that's going to be the ending. Uh, however, Brock wakes up from a dream in the X one with a thermometer in his in his ass. Uh, from helper. Oh, yeah. R- R- Rusty wakes up. Rusty, Rusty wakes up. Yeah, yeah he's got yeah. the thermometer in his ass. I guess he was like he was unconscious because the because of the plane crash. Yeah. 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 The um, yeah. been a long time since the old rectal thermometer. Yeah, uh, it was part of my life. I feel like it's the thing um, that mostly happens to babies and kids and cats. Yeah, um, I I, I yeah. The, the past couple of times I've gone to the vet, I haven't had to go in or haven't been able to go okay. in because of uh, because of COVID. Uh, but yeah, I have been enlisted to hold, to hold my kitties down. Um, one of, one of my favorite things that consistently happens to a cat, like just that expression, they're like, oh, this ain't right. Yeah. Like there's, there's a really funny expression they get on their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, no. Don't care for this. Go, go look at my, uh, so, go look at my social media, see the picture of Dottie, my kitten, uh, in her inflatable collar and you'll see, you'll see that expression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway. <sighs> Uh, he wakes up and he's like, you know, he thinks it's all a dream. Like we're a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's not exactly doc. Uh, you know, they crash the X one into hostile ter- territory in Bethlehem. Yep. Um, and the, uh, which is a great, you know, this is a great concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, uh, the kids pop up, they're really excited. Like this is the best Christmas ever. He took us to Bethlehem. We saw where Jesus was born and there's a magical gas fire uh, magical, blasting ma- out of no, it. There's, there's magical God fire blasting out. Sorry. God fire, wrote, yeah, yeah. That out. Like yeah. as he says that and Dean says, just like in the 10 commandments. Um, yeah. And Brock's like, yeah, we also hit a gas main. So they didn't see this. They're just hallucinating it. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, or the, the gas it's uh fire. from oh, the, the gas yeah, main explosion. Yeah. True. You know, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I love Brock's delivery. Like he doesn't get a lot to do in this episode. Nope. Uh, but his delivery at the end here, where he's like, Doc's like, well, now what? And he's, well, that depends, Doc. You know, if, if the Israelis find us, I have contacts in the Mossad, so we should be safe. Mm-hmm. Whoever the PLO gets here first, my Arabic's a little shaky. Yeah. Uh, just real badass Wolverine vibes to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, to I'm me. just like, oh, who, who do I have friends with here? Um, and Rusty says, oh, well, like, the, no, who are you kidding? They'll love us. The X1 runs on pure plutonium. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so he's gonna give <laughs> gonna give plutonium to the plo um and dean says and that's what christmas is all about which yeah. the plo you know, is the palestinian liberation organization in case, yes uh someone doesn't know like i didn't oh okay. uh, I, I figured that's what it was but i 
I don't, I know shocking a little about Israel and Palestine. Gotcha. I know gotcha. that, I know that whole area is a little iffy, <laughs> but other than that, I basically, <laughs> none of my business. Crunch patties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it, mostly it's uh it's not my business. So yeah. You know, and setting aside anybody's opinions on, on what's going on over there, just the idea that doc, doc venture is so amoral that he will give plutonium to anybody. Uh, yeah, of course. It's funny. <laughs> And that and that's the Christmas special. Yep, uh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Little uh, I'm glad place. it's eleven minutes. Yeah, I was I was surprised because I had the DVD in and on the PS on the PlayStation interface, it doesn't show you the progress by default. Like I was surprised mm. when it was over, but also like pleasantly surprised. Let's say I was like, yeah, that probably showed me about all that it needed to do. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. real scattershot. Like it's not. It's not plotty. Um, it kind of just seems like it was something they did for fun, but I, it's hard for me to imagine anybody having fun working on a Christmas special. I, I mean, I can imagine it just being like, I bet you when they did the CBS special thing at the beginning, yeah, it was probably fun just to kind of be part of that tradition and right. do all the, the montage stuff in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think Doc is overreacting when he's like, I, you know, I hate this. Yeah. Uh, or that's depressing. Like, I don't think it's really either of those things. And the mm-hmm. only thing that skewed me out in it, you did. Yeah. So, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to cover all those specials that you mentioned. This is an exhaustive podcast. So yes. uh, from the ladle to the grave. <laughs> the shallow gravy story. Yeah. The sh- shallow gravy story. Look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means we'll be doing the Halloween and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, next episode is going to be our wrap up. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the DVD uh, deleted scenes, special features, uh, the relaxation station, <laughs> you know, uh, the communication station, that whole bit, which is very yeah. fun. Uh, <laughs> season one special features. And then we'll be going right into season two. Yeah. Uh, which I'm really excited about. Me too. Uh, the intro to season two is one of my favorite things they've done. Them blowing <laughs> their budget on that song. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very funny and good. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so if you're listening, you know what to do. Um, we have a Patreon where you can go and back us. That is patreon.com slash DuckPTV. Hear uh, episodes of this show early uh, and also get a mm-hmm. whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just support your boys. Yeah. Um, you can leave us ratings, reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's very kind of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have already done that. We appreciate it. And uh, until next time, go, go to adventure. adventure.